0: if we can get enough of us together we have a real chance of solving our problems we must educate our women this is how you ruffle Finn. this is how we will bring hope back to our people let's get to work Whenever it needs a little bit of extra help getting us close to Elvis, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis movie cheats a little and uses the real thing. Firstly, his voice in many of the stage performances, and then, when it would have been prohibitively expensive to recreate aspects of the Vegas shows, Luhrmann uses clips from the famous Elvis That's The Way It Is and Elvis on Tour documentaries. And generally, it does a good job even if you do end up yearning for the real thing we saw in those films. James Napier-Robertson and Paula Fetu-Jones' biography of Dame Fina Cooper, Fina takes a similar tack. Indeed, like Elvis, and I'm not sure if they were ever expecting to be compared so closely, but it's a sign of the company they're keeping now, they choose to close their film with real footage of their subject. On one hand, both films are saying, look how close we got. But at the same time, both are acknowledging that ultimately they only got this close, could only get this close. FINA also falls back on archive footage when those moments would be impossible to recreate. The 1975 crossing of the Harbour Bridge by the Hikoi is still a breathtaking sequence, as well as the peaceful approach and arrival at Parliament. Such a contrast to the scenes we saw earlier on this year. I would defy any New Zealand audience to watch those climactic scenes in Fina without respect for those achievements, and also pain for how short we still fall. Unlike Elvis, though, Fina needs no extra character to frame the story. There's no shadowy Tom Parker figure here, manipulating poor Fina Cooper into decisions that she might regret. Fina is framed by the older Fina Cooper, played by Rena Owen, the Fina New Zealand is most familiar with. But it is the younger versions that are the revelation in this story. Let's get to work now, boys. (laughs) So how are things back home? Kind of happy to leave, to be honest. Why is that...? place feels like it's time. There's no jobs. Nobody's working the land anymore. A lot of fun uh, moving away to Auckland. Is this someone doing something about it? Who? Yeah. Let's get to work now. We've heard it twice already in this segment and it's the great theme of the picture. Fina's capacity for hard work is her defining characteristic. We see her at every stage of her life, ploughing fields in the Farikai on the marae, finding housing for the homeless, and later back home gathering shellfish. She does so much work in this film, the hikoi from Hokianga to Wellington might have seemed like a bit of a break. Fina Cooper was born in 1895. The signing of the Treaty of Waitangi was still living memory, let alone the constant subsequent breaches. The film witnesses her birth, the expectation that she was going to be a male baby and the quick name change from Joseph to Josephine. Shortly after that, she's a teenager, played by Tioreore Nautai, Melbourne, and in trouble for ignoring the fences settlers have put up across newly alienated Northland land. And then, in the blink of an eye, she's a young woman, married to ailing Richard Gilbert, played by Richard Tiare. Determined to make what land her people have left work for them, and to prove to Sir Aparana that great Māori futurist, that his faith in technology and agricultural systems are not misplaced. This iteration is played by Miriam McDowell, all too often these days seen as a second fiddle to a central male character. But she is one of our best, and I implore the New Zealand screen industry to find a suitable vehicle for her talents sooner rather than later. She carries the long central section as Fina discovers her talent for organising as well as experiencing her great personal tragedies. It's a big chunk of work, supported by Vinnie Bennett as her second husband William Cooper and James Rolleston as cousin Gabriel. I used to come here when I was a child... They owned all the land around here, as far as you could see. The place feels like it's dying. There's no jobs. I'm sorry, Finna. I know things are difficult for you right now. Our land sold from under us, our culture scattered <coughs> in the dust. Fina, no. if things are to change, we must change them. I'm not sure I am one of those people. No one hears us, Faya. But when you speak, people listen. You could make our voices heard. We've become accustomed in recent years to this sort of biographical portrait of a well-known New Zealander. They've become a bit of a staple on Sunday night television. Joan Lomu, Billy T. James, etc. I'm fully expecting the Ingham twins or Chloe from Wainui Amata at some point. But Fina is in a different league. While I sometimes wondered why some topics got a lot of exposition for international audiences, I suppose, and others didn't, and also whether New Zealanders in the 20th century really spoke that slowly to each other, there's no question that FINA has a powerful and important story to tell, and it does it well. They're here. They've come to join us. We march to be seen, we march to be heard. Not one more wake of land will be stolen is rated pg for violence and you can find it at select cinemas all over the country now botox cosmetic out toxin a fda approved for over 20 years so talk to your specialist to see if botox cosmetic is right for you